Hey, you're listening to the Death Scography Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeremy. This is episode 24. Yeah, uh, for those of you who have not heard our podcast before, uh, we what are What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, well, first off, we're 24 episodes in. I don't, I mean, you should yeah. start with episode one. So stop it, now, <laughs> go back to episode one. <laughs> Embrace Today is the one that broke us onto the scene, man. Like, that was the episode. <laughs> that was the episode yes. that everybody fucking picked up on. Oh <laughs> uh, God! Yeah, so we're working uh, our way chronologically through the Death Wish Inc. discography. In every episode, we are going to have an in-depth conversation about a particular record. This week, like Jeff just said, we're talking about the band Embrace Today with their record Soldiers. Not to be confused with the band Soldiers, who came through our town on tour with Recon ten years ago. Yeah, completely different band. I mean, both. Metalcore bands, yes. but uh, not 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 the same band. Mm -mm. Uh, but I, I honestly thought it was the same band, and then not even close. Nope. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So we're talking about embrace today. Uh, that's gonna be let's see, Death Wish. It's DW zero two two. The record came out in two thousand and three. Death Wish has been putting a lot of records out <laughs> in two thousand and three. Yeah, right? it's like it's like they shifted gears. Yeah, I feel like this is like the year they like really became a label. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, 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 yeah, they took off. They like, they hit the road running and really fucking started putting out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. They um, were just footloose and fancy free <laughs> back in 2003. <laughs> no. It's, okay. It's a way Anyways. to be. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're here. Okay, so today's episode, we're talking about, like I said, we're talking about Embrace Today. Um, I had never heard of this band. Uh, I don't think I'd heard uh, of them either. Like, the, well, maybe the name sounds familiar, but I was not familiar with them in any To be honest, respect. the name sounds familiar. Um, it's, it's not that it's particularly generic, but it's just like Embrace Today kind of just sounds like a hardcore band. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it sounds familiar in that way and it fits, but it's like, I don't, I had never heard of them. Right. Um, I ooh, I do want to put out there that I did reach out to the band uh, as I've been trying to do with all these episodes and they did they did respond like immediately. Oh, sick. Um, but but apparently the uh, the person who was responding had a very, very busy past couple of weeks uh -huh. and never got around to any of the questions I asked. Nice. So so, I mean, I'm really glad that they responded and they were and like, thank you for doing no, that, we don't want to answer <laughs> those questions. No, they seemed they seemed uh, they seemed very responsive. It's just he was like, "Ah, oh, life's getting in the way," and I was like, "I get it, man. I, you know, yeah. I've had a really busy week too. We're recording this particularly late for us, but yep. uh, anyways, yeah. So just just putting it out there, I did reach out. They did not have time to respond. So everything we're talking about today is is research I kind of uncovered on my own. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the band is from Boston. Big Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, like shocker. Very big. Oh uh, wow, Northeast. The plot Crazy. thickens. I did see some random review that was talking about a bunch of Death Wish uh, stuff, and it was like another Embrace Today from Boston. There's like this band, like you, you name any band, and I'll point out a band that's uh, better than them. That's from Boston. Blah blah blah. And, and Embrace Today is way better than. You know, yeah. It's just like they're like Death Wish is really knocking it out of the park with that fucking hometown signing. Even though they're not really from Boston. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, bands from Boston. They put out their first demo in uh, 1998. 
Um, they, they, I think it was self-released. They then moved on to this record label called Shores Edge Records. Which I like that song by uh, Seven Mary. Nope, that's Water's Edge. Never mind. (laughs) Close enough. Don't go there. Um, Oh, I heard him say. (laughs) No, Shores Edge record, which I don't know why. That just sounds very Massachusetts to me. I can't go down to the Water's Edge. They didn't do well. I saw who did. It's because we call it the beach and they call it the shore. That's that's what in it the is. northeast. Like we don't use yeah. the word shore because I guess maybe a lot of their water meeting place is aren't uh, beaches beachy. They're yeah, like just it's just like rocks. It's just like oh the land the, <laughs> the it's like the land ends. There's no more land. No. I wonder I if it's pre- be- I wonder if that word comes from like the thought that the land has been shorn like cut. Interesting. Someone, someone looked that up. We're not doing it. We're not doing any Yinsen. research. <laughs> Yinsen, please. Call us back. <laughs> Call, please, I miss you, Yinsen. Call us back. Uh, anyways, uh, so they put, they moved on to Shores Edge Record. <laughs> and then uh, this other label called The Life Recording Company, which is just a really weird name. I don't know. Sounds like a fucking insurance company. Yeah, it's uh, but th- those uh, those two labels put out their first like two EPs, which their um second EP I thought was a really just just a clever. It's called uh, it was called uh, "Fuck You, I'm Edge." <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know if <laughs> you, you know. I don't know if you knew Jeremy, but these guys are straight edge. Yes, it seems it seems so. Wait, uh, we'll wait hold on, hold that. on a second. Oh, these guys. Our straight edge. Yeah, that's a nice cigarette you got in your mouth there, bud. Oh, it's not a cigarette. <laughs> I quit smoking cigarettes seven years ago. Uh, all right. So Drugs. let's move on. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, those two labels put out their first two record EPs, um, and then Deathwish picked them up and put out both of their LPs, which is the record we're talking about today, Soldiers, and their second LP, which is called We Are the Enemy. Yeah. Um, I feel like, okay, like, I think that I got to jump in and say, I feel like the name soldiers is perfect for this kind of band with this kind of record at this point in time in the world of metalcore because 100% soldiers is 100% a reference to straight edge soldiers. Like it's, it's 100% a reference to like, when I say militant straight edge, I don't mean like militant straight edge that we've covered to some extent on this podcast. And like, that has existed in uh in hardcore and metalcore this is like the kind of new era where straight edge was becoming like a brand kind of like right. a, a popular brand like there are t-shirts that say straight edge there are clothing companies that are launching and it, like a lot of these early 2000s metalcore straight edge bands like pick that whole it became their entire thing Yes, was straight edge, you know, like, yeah. Like, and I mean, and self-admittedly, I think the band said that shit. They, they were like, you know, they would be asked is like, what happens if you're one of your members breaks edge? And they're like, fuck them. They're not in the band anymore. Right. Right. It is. It was a 100 percent their identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say on the official press release, it, it, it mentioned something to the effect of picking off the mantle from Earth Crisis mm. in that way of that militant. Yeah. Straight edge. Yeah. Uh, 
and yeah you know it's it's it is all over like i said that that second ep they put out it's called fuck you i'm edge yeah uh but yeah soldiers they're the straight edge soldiers right, you know? right, right. And, well like for me like even like i don't know like saying they pick it up from earth crisis like i feel like i don't know about these guys i can't speak to it but i feel like there is in the early 2000s there's a shift from like straight edge as a um a self uh mantra as a uh your chosen path uh for a lot of people not everybody but for a lot of people there a lot of bands there's a shift to like this is a money-making machine like we have a built-in audience. It's kind of like Christian hardcore. Like there's like a built-in audience for Straight Edge, you know? Right. So like I feel like the the Straight Edge like name dropping in the early 2000s gets pushed like up to 11, and it's right, like they're right. all the fuck about it, you know? It became definitely a selling point. Yes. Not not saying that they became Edge to sell themselves. No, by no, any no, means. no. It's just it definitely became a selling point for the bands. Yeah, and I'm not yeah, I'm not talking about this band specifically. I'm talking about this era of uh when this band was active, Straight Edge was coming to like a fucking you know, you can buy straight edge t shirts and hot topic, you know, like Absolutely. You know, that kind of thing. Um, I actually have a, a quote here I wanted to read because it's it's kind of bolstering what you were saying. Um I pulled this from uh this decibel magazine interview that they did um basically the 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 article was saying it's like when straight edge was floundering embrace today released their record fuck you i'm edge to bolster the scene and that's it's like right around this time that it started picking back up right mm -hmm. so it's like it was kind of dying off and then like you were saying it like it really came back with like a super hard attitude yeah. or super hard whatever and and so like it's like the era of like the create the beginning of straight edge metalcore, like mm -hmm. not you know straight edge punk, straight edge hardcore. This is straight edge metalcore, and not in like the at the gate sense of metalcore, in no. the like early two thousands metalcore. It, it's metallic hardcore. Yes, in that, in that it's like yes, it is metalcore, but it's not metal with hard. It's metallic hardcore. Right, like. 100%. Um, but just to just to go on about that decibel quote, I wanted to keep oh, saying Oh, sorry, this. sorry, sorry. You no, know, it's okay. Uh, their vocalist name is Scott Peacock, and he said, uh, he's quoted as saying, um, well, that they're often met with apprehension from non-edge bands. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says they quote, they quote, uh, they believe that we're militant. Mm -hmm. um, and But he was saying it's a word that the singer, sorry, it's a word that the singer shies away from as it implies aggression. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the decibel says, then why was their last, then why was the album called soldiers? And he quotes, if you look it up in the dictionary, a soldier is someone who is willing to fight for what they believe in. Mean being proud of something. Isn't necessarily aggressive or militant. And I was, that's a fascinating quote, especially in this time period. It's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not saying whether or not I agree with him. It's just like, that is what he, you know, that's what he, he's like, I would, I'm not, okay, all right, I will preface this with saying I am not implying or interlinking this band with the people that I'm about to talk about at all. I have heard similar references of like, just because this is what it says doesn't mean that's what I am to like, uh, people who have like white pride and they're like, right. They're like, 
White pride doesn't mean I don't like black people. It just means I like white people. I'm proud to be white. And you're just like, but. Right. Uh, yeah, I honestly, <laughs> I wanted to pull this quote because it definitely in today's. Yes. You know, this is 20 years later. Right, right. In exactly. today's world. You're, it's a little bit of a weird quote. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like, know, I don't know if today people would not stand up and be like, "That kind of sounds like bullshit, man." Right? You know, like it's, I, um, it's. Ooh, I, I hope I embrace get, the day doesn't fucking beat us up. No, no, no. I don't. I, I honestly, I, I don't think that they, it was like, uh, they were being shitty. It's just no. like he was trying to say that you know that we're not actually militant, but uh, right they were just embracing the idea of being proud of what they believe in. But it's like, that is a, that is a line. We're not, a, we're not actually a, militant, but you know, study groups have shown that if we act like we are militant, we sell way more CDs. <laughs> now they're going to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. So like we're saying, man, this, this band is fucking Edge as shit. Yeah. Uh, edge as shit. Yeah. The the lyrics are very straight edge. The the attitude is very straight edge. Mm -hmm. Um. It it is it is something. It's like all that just, all that aside. I like this record. It, oh yeah. Sorry, I yeah, like it we, a lot. Uh, I I definitely enjoyed it as well. Uh, and furthermore, like, you know, fuck me. I'm just some guy on the internet, so don't take it too right, seriously. Right. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the record a little bit. Uh. The first song, uh, it opens with that voicemail. Yeah, yes. I I thought it was, and I know they're gonna be they're gonna be be up now. I thought it was really cute. <laughs> like <laughs> it's one, it's either Drake or Trey from Death Wish. I don't know who which one. And it's like, hey, this is Death Wish headquarters. Just making sure the recording's going well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking record starts, and it's like, I thought that was adorable. I was I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's the first time we've heard any sort of like death wish Nod. reference yeah right yeah because maybe at uh, this point like there wasn't like you know it, it, yeah they're helping us out but it's not like these motherfuckers are on death wish right right you right, know, right but like yeah, death wish it, maybe it speaks to like the building of death wish as a brand like a known yeah, like a known brand definitely and so it's just like definitely definitely <laughs> write that down uh no but um <laughs> I'm talking to myself when I'm editing this. Write episode. that down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought it was a really fun, uh, really fun. Future Jer future Jeremy's just gonna be like, yeah, yes. all right, I'm editing. Uh, Write that down. Oh shit. Oh, hold on. Shit. He goes and gets a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't what? matter. I'm on a computer. What was I supposed to write down? Fuck. I Talk. cannot rewind. Talk I to me. Rewind this. Talk to me, Jeremy of the past. But yeah, um. Like we were saying, man, the record is is killer. It's, it's a good, good record. I think uh, the production is mm -hmm. fantastic. Yes. Uh, and just to get into that, Kurt Ballou, Kurt yeah. Ballou joint right here. Ballou, I, I can't, I literally, every time I go to look at his name and say it out loud, I can't remember which way it is. It's like Ballou. Is it Ballou? Right. Is it, I think it's, I think, I think it's Ballou, like the bear from Jungle Book. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Anyways, they recorded with him at God City. And he just kills it. He always kills it. It, yeah. it sounds really fucking good. It's just like I was I was driving listening to this. Uh, yeah, it was like it was a record where I was like, "Ooh, I need to slow down. I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I realized I was going like 80 and I was like, "Ooh, hmm. you're like, oh, 
This school zone is not for 80. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> hey, I got something for you to listen to. I, yeah. You fucking posers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you, I'm Edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like there's something to, to Kurt Ballou's, like it just it, There's something about how full everything sounds, mm-hmm. but not in like an overproduced way. It still sounds really raw. It's a real trademark of him. But uh, I will just say the band does not fucking let up Mm-mm. on this record. Mm-mm. It's relentless. It just... It, it is relentless, yeah, ferocious, just, just, goes. just fucking going, going, going. I, I love mean, it. Yes, there are slower, like, kind of two-step parts, but there is no, not a slow moment Mm-mm. in the entire fucking record. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it starts and it's ass beater and it just goes. Like, it's It like, just goes. It goes the whole time. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, tw- it's only like 22 minutes long, but like, yeah. fuck, it just it's does good. not let up. It's good. Uh, I, I do, I do think the, the vocals, uh, they sound pretty, they sound pretty, uh, like he sounds pretty mad. Yes. <laughs> like it, it does a sure. really good. Yeah. Does very a good job. Yeah, of, it's very mean. Yeah. Um, um, it's cool. I, I think that like, I don't know, man, like I'm in my head, I'm going back to that idea that we were talking about, uh, you know, the one that's going to get us beat up. Uh, like, I feel like this era of hardcore and like, obviously there are outliers in other time periods, but like, this is when like, it came to the forefront and it was like, if you're not edge, fuck you. Like that, that type right. of like, mentality and like that is a little hard to stomach as a person who's not straight edge uh because i'm just kind of like fuck off like fuck off i'm over here doing my thing and i understand like obviously like they're not talk you know a lot of times they're not talking to everybody but like i don't know like when i was a kid i definitely had opinions about things like that uh but and i don't know how old they were when they wrote this record uh but like now as like a 34 year old man, I'm just kind of like, I don't fucking care, man. Like if you, if you want to be straight edge, that's cool. If you want to smoke weed, that's cool. If you want to smoke crack and you're not hurting anybody else. Uh, fucking right. Right, right, right. Smoke crack. Knock, I mean, knock yourself out as someone who, I mean, I never, I've never broke edge. Right. Quote unquote. Right. But I don't, I don't necessarily like claim it anymore. Right. In the sense of like, I'm not like, I don't I don't talk about it publicly. Right, right, I'm right. Talking about it now, but like in the sense, of like I don't. Well, sorry, drink, I wasn't I trying smoke. to like drag you. No, into no, no, that. no. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, what I mean though is just like I don't drink, I don't smoke. I, yeah. I still haven't. Uh, I'm I'm so I haven't like broken edge. But right. at the same time, like I've definitely like distanced myself from the attitude, like because the super the time, judgmental like, attitude. Like right, right, and because like when I was younger, it was there, but I never saw it as like a bad thing. And then as I got older, I was like, man, if. If someone needs a little crutch, if someone needs some help and they're right. not hurting anyone, right? Who am I to judge for that? Like, who am I to judge for that? And like, yeah. you do what you got to do. It's your you life. Know? Like, like, I, just because I don't need it doesn't mean that it doesn't help other people, right? And especially if they're in a position where they can't get professional help, absolutely, or or anything like that. It's like sometimes the only way to do to to survive to is to do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's the only way to survive. Now, again, addiction is a problem, and I, these people, sh- there are plenty of people who need help, mm-hmm. but they can they can't afford it. Like, anyways, it's not to go too far. Yeah, off there's into so it, there, yeah, there's just, so many there's so many facets of the idea of of right. uh, substance it's, use. Right, it's not as one one dimensional as I used to think it was, and uh, and that's the maybe that's the the issue that I have with some of these like some of these bands, some of these lyrics is like it's like, dude, it's not that simple. It's just not. You know? It's just not. Yeah. And I used to think it was and listening mm-hmm. to the stuff, it, but it makes you, you think it but is. But you learn and grow like you, you, exactly. you learn. Exactly. 
And I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that people in this band went on to have experiences and learn and grow and maybe their worldviews are different. Right. But, you know, at the same time, like, you know, fuck you. I'm edge. I don't like you. So <laughs> me specifically. Yeah, <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> well, no, no, it's a like... weird way of showing it. <laughs> Asking me to do this fucking 400 episode podcast with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you keep your enemies closer, man. Uh, but yeah, okay. So yeah, just just back to the to the lyrics though. Um, like I said, it is it is very angry. I did mm-hmm. find a, a punk news review. Oh, punk news! Uh, where they called uh, they called this record a quote study in aggression. Mm. End quote. And I agree with that reviewer. The record, like I said, just sounds pissed off. I, I, I pulled a couple lyrics that aren't necessarily straight edge lyrics, but they're just mean they're uh-huh. very mean lyrics right. uh from the song another friday night there's a lyric here that's you're fucking empty and you will die alone uh. and i was like oof <laughs> oh god well like the last record that we did was um most precious blood right yeah our lady of annihilation that's yep. that's a that's a vegan straight edge band yes and it, that record is very aggressive and those themes exist in that record but these are I don't know. Like these are different things. You they know, they feel very different. They yeah. absolutely do. Like uh, the attitudes behind <laughs> you'll them. die alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. And this, <laughs> uh, and another record I wanted to pull again. Very mean. Another uh, quote. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Sorry. Another um, lyric. Yeah. Okay. okay uh, this is from the song Hope. Uh, this time I will crush your dreams. This time I will destroy everything you know. And it's just like, it's so directed. Yeah. And so like, it's like, what's the singer's name? Do you know, do you know the singer's name? Uh, Scott Peacock. It's like, Scott, who are you talking to? Yeah. Who, who is this towards? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, if you I just, mean, uh, I, you I, just I, go through and add dad to the end of every line. <laughs> like do it now. What, know, are the, I, what are those lyrics? What's that first line? All right. All right. All right. This time I will crush your dreams. This time I will destroy everything you know, Dad. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm yeah, just gonna start yeah. doing that in with every with every band. No, yeah. it's that's fucking hilarious. Goddamn. All right, <laughs> listeners, find your best uh, lyric from a Death Wish band. Add Dad at the end. Tag us in the thing. I want to. Ha- I want to know. Hashtag Dad Wish. Yes, please. Hashtag dad wish and uh, tag us as well. But uh, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. yeah, so, I mean, you know, like I've wrote I've written pissed off shit and I've written. I mean, oh, it tends d- to happen me, when you're me, younger. Me and, fucking too, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so it's like I'm not dragging on him to, that he's mad. Like, no. it, it is very, very angry. It is just, you know. It tends to be just like an angry kid at their dad or like just as a joke. But I mean, it definitely sounds like he's he's got a lot of anger towards someone or mm-hmm. something. And it's most likely tied into straight edge because of what the band is about. But he definitely gets his point across. Like very it is much very so. it is very apparent that he is fucking ill, which is is good. That's yeah. the point. Um, But yeah, so uh, I. Like we were saying, the the vocals are very harsh um, and don't really have any melody melody to them, which is cool. But the songs have like these moments where they have these pretty catchy like two step riffs. Um, and I wanted to say my favorite song, specifically because of one of those parts, uh, is called "The War Goes On," uh, and there's a really catchy two step part in that song. 
there's a couple of them throughout the record, but those are the songs that kind of found myself like gravitating toward gravitating towards uh-huh. um, because I have a, I have a uh, just like, it's not a guilty pleasure because I'm not like afraid of admitting it, but it's just uh-huh. like that, that feel that, that, that two-step catchiness in mm-hmm. hardcore is something I really enjoy. Right. It's one of my favorite parts. It's like, I don't necessarily love, go, love the breakdowns, but I like that stuff. And so this record definitely supplies that in full. Um, but so if, if I had one complaint, if I had one complaint about this record is that I would have actually liked to seen the band, like explore the space a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, like this kind of nonstop ferocity is, is really great in small packages, which it is, it's 22 minutes, but it's like, but it's 15 you know, songs. Right. And it's like, but on an LP, you can breathe a little bit. You know, you mm-hmm. could have like a, a song that goes weird or goes whatever. And it's like, and we've run into, know, we've run into that on this, on this podcast before, like bands where we're like, okay, I would have liked this better if it was an EP's worth of this material. Right. But it's like an LP right. and you're like, fuck man. It's yeah, a lot. It's just like, like it's, I like this record. Yes. I absolutely do. Uh, it is definitely not, it does not overstay its welcome but I would have loved to have seen just a little bit more from the band in a way. Um, and maybe on the next record they get there, you know, I don't know. I haven't heard it. Um, cause like I said, before that we did this podcast, I had never, never listened to this band before. Song number nine is called run for your life. Quote, yep. I'll turn my fucking back on you. There is one choice straight edge. There is one thing straight edge. I won't turn my back straight edge. There is just one, one fucking choice. Dad. <laughs> his dad's trying to get him to drink a corona yeah, <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> they're like in the boat on the fishing trip in the john boat and he's like you he's want like, a, you want a you want a beer boy <laughs> and he's hey, just hey, like scotty you want a beer <laughs> fucking there is one choice straight edge <laughs> he punches his smacks dad the, yeah, jumps out of the jump, jumps out of the boat <laughs> There's the, there's some animosity in the peacock household. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I want to say I can I think the guitarist uh is like maybe a brother of Scott's. Uh, he has the last name Peacock as well. Hmm. Uh so you know, they're both just like straight edge for life. Slap their dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh welcome to my well, world, dad. <laughs> all right. All right. You're all right, fucking right. empty. You're fucking empty and you will die alone. Dad, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Your mom uh, is right here. Why would you say? Why would that? you say that to me? <laughs> Just like Thanksgiving. <laughs> fuck. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Need a breather. There we go. Okay. Well, just to kind of get back on, uh, like we mentioned, Scott Peacock is the vocalist of this band. Uh, he was also in a band that we've discussed before. They, they, we did not do a full episode, but uh, the band Panic was on the um, second volume of Fighting Music. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's in that band as well. I think he plays guitar. Cool. I think that member or that band also features members of American Nightmare and stuff. But I, and so, yeah, Terror. So, and Terror. So it comes back around uh, here. And then I wanted to mention the artwork. I have not uh, seen it. We'll think. pull it up in our Google notes and I got it there for you. It is done by Jacob Bannon. Cause of course it is a lot of, uh, a lot of this death wish stuff is it is 
very much a early oh, 2000s yeah. metalcore album. I lied. Art. I have seen this. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think it looks cool and it definitely gets the fucking point across. Yeah, it's cool. Like it's it's like this war torn battlefield. But there's like there's like, like open graves and shit in the bottom, though. And that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like it kind of looks like it's either fire or or something behind yeah. them. And like um, you got embrace today, soldiers. And then you got, you know, the three X's or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. I think it looks good. It definitely gets it definitely fits this band and this time uh, period. Yes, very much so. Like this is a I don't think it looks bad, but it's very much a, a product of its time. Really hard for me to be like when they're like, we're not militant. <laughs> there is a fucking war scene on the front of, <laughs> of your CD and it is called <laughs> soldiers with three big X's behind it. Eh, eh. So there is a little bit of some weirdness I found out about this band I wanted to talk about. Uh, again, this is 20 years ago, so I don't really, you know, maybe this is not how they feel anymore. I would have loved to have gotten some actual quotes from them, but this is just, this is a quote. This is a quote from that decibel interview. You can go look it up. I promise I'm not making any of this up, but it, it's nothing like bad. It's nothing like, it's just, he says some weird things. Quote, this, this is still Peacock talking. This is, this is Scott. This is Peacock talking in that decibel interview. OK, he says, quote, the lyrics that I write can be interpreted. I think. Oh, sorry. I think this is uh, an interview that came out after their second album, uh -huh. just to give you a little context. Gotcha. Uh, but he says the lyrics that I write can be interpreted as pro-American, pro-Christian, pro-straight edge. I like to come across with a little bit more morality than a normal person, he explains. Uh, and he says, also, politically, our band is very conservative. Uh, let me make it clear that we're not a political band. We are people we at. Well, sorry. We as people are very, very conservative. We look that we look at that as if there's somebody to pick on. It's usually the conservative drug free Christian. Right. And that's us. And that's why we set ourselves up saying we are the enemy, which is the second record title. Mm -hmm. um, this oppositional position is something the band well embraces. We want to be the thorn in everyone's side. We want to make people think into the quote. I think that that kind of mentality is. It kind of adds to what I was saying earlier, like this is the buildup of like early 2000s heading into the rise of fucking Christian hardcore, Christian deathcore. Uh, all of that stuff that got so popular in the late 2000s, early 2010s. Um, and it's this mm -hmm. whole like militant, aggressive, but kind of doing what your parents tell you to do. Uh, I don't know, man. Like it's that, right. Like, we're a thorn in your side. Well, actually you're kind of the establishment. Right. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a little weird because it's just like it sounds you're like so an, used to, and I guess I mean, sorry, go ahead. Sounds like an early version of owning the libs, kind of a little bit, and so it's a like a little bit. I don't know if that's the direction they went. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if that's the direction they went and where they are at now and how they feel now. But it's like at the time, you know, like this quote now, one hundred percent feels like not great mm -hmm. um but that's so I, i'm gonna reach out to them again and, and ask if they have any sort of update on on who they are or anything like because this might be how they feel now and i don't know but it's just like the the record does not scream that stuff to me me either the, the conservative 
whatever. It just it just screams angry straight edge, which is why I was like so pulled by this quote. It yeah. just like so like threw me. Um, but it's it's I just I wanted to bring it up because it is it's out there. You know yeah. this band put this out there, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. But anyways, um, well, just to get back to the band, uh, they did uh, break up uh, in two thousand and six. Mm. after they put out that second record uh but they reunited uh in when well, i have it written down here sorry it's 2019 uh, have they reunited yeah they reunited last year uh they did they opened for that band morning again hey which another like early 2000s metalcore style we actually yeah, have so. a connection with them <laughs> Yeah, good morning again. Uh, Libble bit, Libble bit. We we put out a record Um, with a a label owned by a a formerly owned by a member of that band. Yeah, but I guess that label is now owned owned by by someone from Attila. So yeah, (laughs) shout out to a friend of the pod, Franzilla. That's not true. (laughs) I don't know that guy. Yeah, just to wrap up my thoughts about the band, like I. It's just a really, it's a good record. It's really ferocious. It's fucking super straight edge. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I would have loved to have seen this band live. Uh, I haven't looked up any videos or any music videos or anything, actually, but I'm going to because I would, I'll probably try to catch some video of that morning after show. Yeah, uh, morning again. Morning. I'm sorry, morning again. Uh, yeah, show. I bet I bet it I bet it exists. Probably hate five six, honestly. Like, right, right. Uh, but I'm not sure. I don't think they put out any actual music videos. But I'm I'm betting there's some video yeah. from that show. Right. But yeah, so uh, well, that's that's that record. And so let's move on um, to what have we been listening to? I've had a really full week this week mm-hmm. uh, with stuff I've been listening to, but I'll try and get through it rather quickly. Um, do you know the band Hum? Yes, I fucking. That new record they put out, Inlet, is yeah, so Inlet. good. Holy shit. I was never a huge Hum fan. Not that I disliked them. I just never got into them. But this week, I fucking dove real hard into that record. Mm-hmm. Super, super, super good. Uh, love love it. Really bummed out. I missed them at Fest a couple years ago because holy shit, this record's really good. Uh, secondly, I've been listening to uh, the new Umbra Vitae record. I got it in the mail. Uh, just, you know, for those of you who don't know, Vocalists to Converge, members of Job for a Cowboy, death metal stuff that Death Witch put out. And then uh, the last two things, uh, <laughs> my roommate who's moving uh, this week uh, is a huge Taylor Swift fan. And she put on that new folklore album that Taylor Swift put out. And so I've been listening to that, not in this in the sense of... <laughs> I've been actively listening to it, but I it's been in my brain. I have, I, I have been hearing it. I have been hearing it. And I just want to say, if you haven't seen the album cover for the new Taylor Swift album, I, I it looks like it looks like a black metal album cover. <laughs> it's so weird. Interesting. It's like it's not like like black metal face paint, but like it's just her in a forest mm-hmm. and it's she's very small. It just looks like it could be a fucking if you yeah, if, like black like if you put the uh what's that effect in photoshop the fucking you put on everything to make it all black metally yeah, <laughs> right no but it's 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 really funny you should look up the album cover and then the last thing i wanted to say uh not to be too much of a downer uh but the new uh the power trip i've been listening to power yeah, trip yeah dude uh, i just wanted to you know we're, we're semi a current pod current events podcast uh, for those of you who don't know 
I'm sure you all heard, but uh, Riley from Power Trip, the vocalist, passed away unexpectedly. Um, he was in his 30s, he's early 30s. and 36, man. Yeah. He's two, just like, he's two years older than me. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, just, and not to put it, it, it not all of his value is just because of the band. Uh, right, right. From everything that I've heard, Riley is a, was an amazing person and a good friend. And, but it's like, you know, I knew him from Power Trip. I met him once. They played the Atlantic in Gainesville, and uh, we just talked about like. Can can we talk about the story of you seeing them when they were sound checking? I actually wanted to talk about this on the podcast when I had heard that he passed away. I was like, Jeremy's got to tell the story about when Riley was sound checking his bike at the Atlantic. Uh, oh God! I, uh, I, no, I was no, literally no. like, what story? Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it at the Atlantic or was it at the? Yes. Uh, yes. It, Florida Theater. No, it was at the Atlantic. You're yeah. talking about the reverb stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I did. I completely forgot about yeah, that story. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're uh, they're playing the Atlantic, uh, and first off, no one was there. It's fucking power trip in a venue that can hold like 150 people at max, and there was like half full. And I was so disappointed in Gainesville. Mm -hmm. But secondly, I did just want to say that he just like. He's like, all right, can uh, uh, can you put reverb on the? He's, snare like, drum? he's like sound checking the mic. <laughs> oh yeah, he's sound checking the mic. He's like, can you put just put as much reverb on the mic as you can? And they're like, we don't have any reverb. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, like uh oh. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well, can you just put as much reverb as you can on the snare drum? Uh, we don't have reverb. Fuck, just turn it up as loud as you fucking can. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just turn the mic up as loud as you can. <laughs> just turn it up as loud as you can. Just Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like Power Trip was um, like, yeah, just turn the reverb up. And they were like, oh, we don't have that. And he was like, uh, we don't. Uh, okay. <laughs> have you heard Power Trip? <laughs> Do you know what our band sounds like? <laughs> Fuck. It sounds like reverb. <laughs> it's like we were on tour with Iron Reagan and they, they need that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that, that was such a great <laughs> night. And I, I um, like I said, I got to talk to him that night for, and uh, he was just such a fucking nice dude, down to earth guy uh amazing band amazing person uh, uh you know rest in power also earlier um last week uh justin towns earl passed away which is steve earl's son uh mm -hmm. he's a huge huge star in the americana scene and the alt country scene yep. and uh he passed away uh and of course we lost uh black panther um Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman this week yeah. also. I, yeah, I, I would like really to quote, I'll quote my um our dear friend Ruben from Soul Glow who said, well, fuck, I guess anybody can get it in 2020 because like it's just that kind of fucking year, man. Like you just it don't really know. Is. Like, you really don't. It's ugh, ugh. just a crazy year. So yeah, like I said, I was just listening to a lot of Power Trip this week because, mm -hmm. you know, just, just, uh, Pay it's comforting in some in some way yeah exactly it was comforting but anyways that's what i was listening to this week isn't it interesting to think about the fact that like uh, you know we as musicians who record music and create art in that way like it's it is something that you know i never thought about it like this when i was making music but it is something that's going to last past us like oh absolutely you know that's crazy to think about like those our records will exist and I mean, now the digital, you know, everything is digital. Like our shit will exist until people don't. 
Yeah, but, but potentially in perpetuity. In perpetuity. Yes. Yeah. But no, for real. It's it's interesting to think about like we're not things being lost to the ages doesn't really happen anymore, you know? No. Um it's just it is it is something to think about. Yeah. But uh for I mean, I know a lot of the people that listen are musicians. If you know, if you were a friend or fan of Riley, like um, you know, we love you and uh, you know, if anybody needs to talk, like me and Jeremy both, our ears are open, like we're always down to uh listen. So always I this past week have been listening to a lot of musicals. So I've, I've been jumping around from, um, I tried to listen to cats and that sucked. <laughs> I've never heard it before. Yeah. I've never seen it yeah. before. I had no, you know, I hadn't seen the new movie or anything and I tried to listen to it and I was like, man, this is fucking lame, which sucks so because I, like Andrew right. Lloyd Webber did it, you know, but that's what I was going to say. As an Android Lloyd Webber fan, yeah. Cats is a bad musical. It sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Uh, but then I was listening to some Jesus Christ Superstar. God, and, it's amazing. And uh, of course, Phantom is the go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I've been listening to the original Broadway cast uh, of Annie because okay. uh, my daughter Maggie uh, started singing the... Uh, song tomorrow which is the sun will come out tomorrow oh, yeah yeah so she's super into that song right now so we've been we've been <laughs> singing awesome. yeah it is awesome we've been singing that a lot and then um <laughs> the past couple of days i have taken a trip down the rabbit hole and i've been listening to a lot of the lonely island <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a which that's is a name i haven't thought about in a long time no dude and that first record man holy shit Incredibad, and then the one after it, Turtlenecks and Chains. Like, yep. there's a fucking song with Jack Black on there called Saxman. Oh yeah, <laughs> where yep, like I remember, like the Saxman <laughs> actually can't actually play sax, so he's like, take it, Saxman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I put you on the spot. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like fucking I mean, it has funny, the- dude. It has the big songs, you know, like uh, I'm on a boat and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like the the, the weird ones like mm-hmm. Space Olympics. Yeah. Are, yeah. Like, are like so funny. Yeah, I forgot about that song. Uh, I'm a boss or like a boss. <laughs> and, it's oh, yeah. like, and he's like uh, hit on Deborah like a boss. Get rejected like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> Cry at my desk. Yeah. <laughs> Shit on Deborah's desk <laughs> like a boss. It's so silly, oh, yeah. but it, that I feel like Lonely Island is a very strong time capsule of yes. the, the of the time. You know, God, like, what was that like ten years? Like yeah, yeah, eight, yeah. nine years ago? It's like yeah. yeah, it's it's very much like holy shit. I, I know, I know where I am. I know. <laughs> I also forgot how intertwined Justin Timberlake was with that band. Like he's oh, on yeah. so many songs, like Dick oh, in a Box and all uh, that shit. Mother yeah. Lover. Well, God, that shit where he's like, because every mother's day needs a mother's night. (laughs) Jesus. All right. But yeah, yeah, I've been listening to that. Uh, That's that's about it. Just a bunch of musicals and fucking Lonely Island. Uh, But yeah, that's it for me for uh, for for what I've been listening to. Well, I've got a little bit of a listener to talk about. (laughs) Uh, first off, 
uh, friend of the pod, listener of the pod, uh, wanted to reach uh, Marshall Mullins, wanted to reach out right. and responded to our um, last week where we talked about pickles. Mm. And, he, you know, he was like, we had the whole debate of uh, uh, sour pickles or whatever. And there's, he not a de- there's not a debate. Well, we had the discussion that we it was a very short discussion because there's one answer. Yes. <laughs> but uh, he just wanted to ask, uh, how do we feel about spicy and or hot pickles? Oh, like Wickles? Like, like, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I personally, uh, I, I don't care for, I mean, they're fine. I'm not going to go after them. I like just right. a good crisp dill pickle. So uh, on certain sandwiches, I like a spicy pickle. Yeah. But that's like 10% of the time. Mm. I think they're good. What sandwich? But all, mm, I uh, I like a spicy On spi- a spicy pickle sandwich, I prefer yeah, a spicy the, pickle. The, the spicy pickle. No, I mean, like, but like on like a, um, like I don't want it on a burger. Right. But on a say like a cuban okay. or something like that like it's kind of cool and mm-hmm. it gives it a little bit of a spice that it wouldn't normally have i think it's pretty good i know people might say i'm sacrilegious by fucking putting spicy pickles on a cuban but whatever yeah. i think it's good uh but yeah so got two more uh my friend uh my well, my roommate kiana she just wanted to ask how would you make friends in california if you were to move out there <laughs> so i was like I don't fucking oh, know. Oh, she's moving. She's moving to California. <laughs> she's moving to California, and she's uh, like, "How do you make friends in California?" Well, weed, <laughs> weed is that what you said? Weed, weed. yeah. Um, well, you know, Kiana, listen, <laughs> you're a great person. You're fun. You're intelligent. You're smart. You're great. You're going to do great things on the West Coast. And it's going to be so easy for you to meet people because you're a great person, Kiana. You're going to have a great time. Wow. (laughs) She's going to love that. (laughs) You're going to have to learn how to rap or fucking become a photographer or something. Otherwise, you're doomed. Yeah, yeah. I told her, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, maybe you should go to Muscle Beach in Venice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and talk to all the oily old dudes who like to work out there. They won't talk to you. They'll just fucking look at you. That's true. They do just look. They just stare <laughs> at you and keep like pumping iron. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> They're just like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh, fucking my other- tease. Flirt. You <laughs> flirt. My other uh, uh, Kiana sister Talia also uh, wanted to have a had had an inquiry for the pod. For is, the pod. is Talia moving to California? Talia is not moving. Mm. No, she's she's staying here in Gainesville with us. But uh, she just wanted to ask, how has your beard grooming be, been affected by the pandemic? Kiana sister Talia, look, <laughs> you're a great person. <laughs> you're smart. And fun and funny and intelligent. <laughs> and you're gonna do great. You're gonna do great. Right here, right, right, right here in Gainesville. You're doing you're gonna do great. <laughs> My beard grooming has been affected in the sense that I had to shave the whole goddamn thing off. <laughs> Also my eyebrows because I had to fucking make money to pay my mortgage because the pandemic 
made me not have a fucking job and Georgia dragged their <laughs> dragged their fucking ass on unemployment. So I was like, ooh, daddy got to pay some bills. So I made a GoFundMe and I shaved my face and eyebrow, my beard and eyebrows and mustache off. And thanks for fucking bringing it up, Kiana's, <laughs> Kiana's sister, Talia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair. Uh, but you're going to do great. You look- you, you looked good without the beard. Don't so, lie you know, to me. I'm not, man. I looked at that picture the other day because you put it on Instagram. It's yeah. a great picture. Isn't it crazy that good. that was just five months ago? Don't even. It feels like years. three years ago and yesterday. Isn't it? Know, isn't like, it crazy that our pandemic has been happening for five months? Yeah. Remember when we were like, ooh, Italy's going to burn to the ground. Yeah. And now Italy's like, hey, we're OK. Yeah, it's OK over here. I mean, you know, we're we're being safe, but it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> And, and uh, America is just like a fucking one election cycle away from the goddamn purge. Yeah, it's something. Dude, I'm going to get um, purged. It, I'm going to get fucking purged. It's going to happen. I think so. Like if the purge happened, I'd get purged. I feel like out of our whole friend group, you would get purged first. What? <laughs> what? Why? I know you don't want to hear it. <laughs> but why? Because you... Because you live in a, in a decent neighborhood and people always drive by. They go, I don't like that guy. If I was going to purge someone, it'd be him. Mm, true. I did see <laughs> I did see this thing that was like um, some fucking redneck guy. I, went, I shouldn't say redneck. Some like some a Trump supporter uh-huh. was like uh, when the food shortages start. This was at the beginning of pandemic. When the food shortages start, look for sign, look for houses with Bernie signs to raid. Those are the ones without guns. And I was like, "Fuck around and find out, motherfucker." Because <laughs> uh, uh, you're you're conf- you're confused, my friend. Yeah, because uh, I have a pistol. I only have eight bullets for it. But that's enough. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm gonna get purged first because I'm gonna be like, ah. That second scream is me being ripped out yeah, of my car and be, drugged behind purge. Yes, drugged yeah. behind a vehicle. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Tell my family I love them. <laughs> bury, bury me with my money. Bury me with my money. <laughs> For all you SNES fans out there. Fucking Sunset Riders. Goddamn. Great yeah, game. Great Anyways. Game. Okay. Well, that about wraps everything up for listenership. Oh, no. I got one. Oh, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Uh, our listener writes. Let's see. Listener Powerboner69 yeah. at yahoo.com writes. Uh, eyebrow ring forever or visible tribal tattoo. Oh, God that is a uh, so i hate eyebrow rings so much mm-hmm. it depends on what kind of tribal tattoo <laughs> like is it like like one of those like you know what kind are- of tribal tattoo <laughs> it's like one that you would be embarrassed of <laughs> oh fuck me ah oh, god i'm going to go I'm going to go tribal tattoo. Yeah. I'm going tribal tattoo because I could put on a button up yeah. and cover it up. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like even if you have like an arm sleeve of like amazing, 
like Ben Stubbs portraits, Ben Stubbs from the Brass Quill, right. Brass Quill Gallery right here in Valdosta, Georgia. <laughs> Sponsored by Axis Rotary. Um, <laughs> even if you had like a sleeve of amazing portraits by someone of that caliber, if there is a piece of tribal on that arm, it fucking X's out the rest of your amazing yep. work. Like that's what people see. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going eyebrow ring. All right. But I want three of I... them. <laughs> Same eyebrow. <laughs> Chain linking all three. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. I'm going tribal tattoo. Uh, uh, God, I just, I hate eyebrow ring so much. But it's, it's, it's fine to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's a uh, listener shit uh next episode uh we're gonna be talking about ooh, a life once lost uh we talked about them a couple episodes back hell yeah we are revisiting them with their a great artist lp the fifth plague um, yeah <laughs> the fifth plague a great artist <laughs> uh well and hopefully we're gonna have a special guest on for that one so that yeah. should be super fun be a new special guest um, who actually Maybe our first guest who has actually released a record oh. on Death Wish. That's right. Death Wish affiliated for sure. Like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> not just not just someone who enjoys it, but someone who's linked. We'll have to interview Some, someone. No. Someone who does not enjoy it, in fact. <laughs> someone who has had a bad taste left in their mouth by <laughs> it, in fact. Someone who is outwardly hostile towards it, in fact. <laughs> Tune in <laughs> and find out. <laughs> uh, you can follow uh, the podcast on uh, social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Death Scography Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Death or at Death Scography Pod as Say well. Say that again. You can, you can find us on Facebook at Death Scography Pod as well. You can find our Facebook group, Death Wish Posting. It's been a little slack. I've been fucking busy. Whatever. You can find us on Twitter at Death Scography. You can email us at Death Scography Pod at gmail.com. Or you can visit us at deathscographypod.com. You can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Iron Raygun. You can find me on Twitter at CarBombSermon and on Instagram at CarBomb underscore Sermon. Um, please subscribe uh, to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, review us on there as well. It really does help out yep. just to even have the subscribe. I don't care if you don't, if you stop listening, just hit subscribe. Yeah, that's fine. If you're, if you're, if look, all right, listener, you're going to do great. <laughs> look, you're going to move out there. You're going to do great. You're going to go to the subscribe button and you're just going to hit it and you're going to do great. You're smart. You're funny. You're fun. You're going to be great. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. And while you're there, please review and share the podcast. Around. It really does help. Like <laughs> it, it does. It, it helps it, so much. Every podcast person says it. And I know that it sounds dumb and it sounds like we're begging, but like we're begging, please fucking sign, <laughs> fucking no. review this shit. But we do it too. Like all my friends podcasts, I personally subscribe and review, even if I'm not an active, like super active listener. Cause yeah. it just it helps. helps put, it helps. Anyways, uh, and so it's yeah, free. We, you don't even have to give us any money to do that. Like if you want to support, but you're poor. All right. That's a little rough. If you want to support, <laughs> but you can't financially help don't right have now. The expendable income. Yeah. Then just fucking rate and review like, or even more importantly, tell somebody that you think will probably like our podcast 
about our podcast. Yeah, like don't like tell like if you know your mom hates Death Wish, maybe yeah. don't bring it up to her. Yeah, if you know, you know, if if your mom is moving to California and she's going to do a great job, she's just tell her she's going to do a great job. She's just, smart. That's all you need to she's say. fun. She's funny. There's a zoo in San Diego. But maybe tell your sister who does like Death Wish about our podcast. Anyone that you know that has a Green Day poster on their <laughs> wall, tell them about us. Rip that poster down. Put up a Death Wish poster. Anyone that you know that drinks <laughs> Death Wish coffee, which is not affiliated with the record label. Anyone that you know <laughs> that rides a Death Wish skateboard, which oh. is also not affiliated anyone that you know that is a fan of death wish one through five starring charles bronson or the remake starring bruce willis i was just about to bring up that movie <laughs> damn it let them know that there's there's a podcast for them it's like taylor made for them it's like taylor swift made for them if, if your cousin's name is taylor let them know if you've let listen to the new taylor swift album folklore Available on Spotify. <laughs> is it? I don't know if it is. I don't know. I feel probably. like I feel like she was like, fuck you, Spotify. I feel like that yeah. happened. I don't know. It's so confusing. She's famous enough. Right. She's famous enough that she can be like, no, I'm not on if Spotify. Your cousin, if your cousin is Taylor Swift, just let her know. If your cousin is Vinny <laughs> and he's coming to Ala fucking Bamama. What the fuck is a grit? What the fuck is a grit? <sighs> Jeremy, Thanks for listening. We gotta go. Do you think that we've jumped the shark? I think so. I think with the what, what the fuck is a grit comment, that's it. The look back on this. What if like you're, you know, like when, when skateboarders have a bunch of people lay down and they jump over them? You know, like lay, lay, uh -huh. lay yeah, on the ground. I, I, I'm you know aware. What I'm you know what I'm saying? That's a thing that happens. I'm uh, aware. Often a plot device. Uh... What if it was just sharks laying on the ground? Like dead sharks? No, they're wearing like reverse scuba masks. So they're it's like SpongeBob where they have like a water helmet on? Yes. Okay. But they're just laying there, they're not flopping around. I feel like a shark would flop around. Well, some of them, I don't know, man. They're not all the same. I've never actually seen that episode of the ha of Happy Days where he jumps over a shark. Yeah. So I don't know if that shark was just like hanging out. Shark? Is he in a tank? No, I think I, I don't know. I haven't either. I don't listen. If you're a producer know... of Happy Days podcast, <laughs> tell, tell them about <laughs> the Discovery podcast. podcast. All right, this has gone on far too long. Bye. <laughs> never too long.